0: Phil from Lotus Island Thinkers. Thank you for tuning in LL3 Podcast. My name is Craig, transmitting from the beautiful realm of planet Earth. Today's date is Wednesday, August thirty first, twenty twenty two. This is episode fifteen fifty six, entitled "Winners and Losers from Ukraine War Plus Fear, Government Power, and Standing Armies." Before I proceed, you can follow me on multiple social media sites and podcast channels. Just type in Loki Luck Number Three. Loki Luck Roman numeral three, which are three eyes, and Loki Luck Roman number three podcast. Furthermore, if you have any questions, comments, all that good stuff, you can contact me at LokiLuckNumbers03 at com, And make sure you put the title on there as well of the episode and all that. Furthermore, you can uh if you want to donate, you can hit me at paypal.me or cash.app forward slash Loki luck number three. Hmm, yeah, so um just Looking at some of the craziness as usual. I know there's some floodings happened. In like. um, Near Ohio. Michigan and all that. Hopefully everyone's doing good. So. um, Some typhoons are going. Supposed to be hitting the Pacific area. Possibly mainland China. And you know. All this good things. Watching some crazy videos. And uh, of course I heard. True, true social bar from Google Play Store over lack of censorship. Please. Pico Gorbachev dies at 91. Wow. Saying, um... Nigeria bans white models from appearing in commercials. Yeah. See, you don't need to go to South Africa to talk about the apartheid. It's happening everywhere, folks. <laughs> and I know, too, um, even Nigeria have issues... M- for a very long time. Even if, um if you, especially if you're a Christian, Joe's Witness don't matter if you have those Christian-based views. People in that government don't really like it. So, um just to give you that. Glennial Maxwell Gangs Up With Notorious Double Murderer Nancy Novak in Federal and Florida Prison. Interesting there. And, of course, ACLU, all for chemical castration and mutilation of children, abandoning the civil rights of them. Huh. And a bunch of flip-flopping folks over there, and uh, just dawns at me at times. And, of course, uh, tidings for cannibalism is new. You'll eat it and like it, Rockefeller Foundation. Of course, the vaccine wars still continue. Weather wars, China faces a serious water catastrophe that will cause global food shortages from SHTF plan. FBI supervisory intelligence analysts arrested for child sex abuse. Ooh, that's the national pulse. Yeah, congressional budget confirms truth of great replacement theory. (laughs) Yeah, I can dream. Private been canceled as Europeans march in defense of Christian values. All right. It's on site News here. California enacts a bill to punish doctors who decimate misinformation on COVID. Well, so um, free speech illegal in, a Cal- in, in the state of California. It's a legal contract, by the way. So all you got to do is read Article 1 of the California Constitution. It's very self-explanatory. So it's null and void. People gotta, people got to tell them to stick it. GOP Mayor rejects California City Resolution to give $1 million to Planned Parenthood. Yep, screw the game of uh, financial conscription. (laughs) I know that. A little big league politics, I have to say. Project Veritas assistant principal brags about indoctrinating students who refuse to hire Catholics. Flint police draw heat after tasing handcuffed women and refusing to provide a badge number. Orion and Russia must, I mean, Iran and Russia have plans to abandon the dollar in several mutual settlements. Remember, folks, the dollar is nothing more than a Federal Reserve note, which is illegal anyway. Sound money, gold, silver, hard ass is the way to go. And, uh, well, understanding the tyrannical mind and how it operates That's some alt hyphen market. It's good stuff. You should check it out from censor.news i was watching a video about um shocks of um pandemic and death i think it's called but um yeah hold on let me see here i'm gonna have to look this up it's been a while but um yeah, i was like checking this out and it's really good i was very impressed by it you know and um and it's fun it's called actually it was called um left uh left <laughs> progressive left productions yeah it's uh, Shots, eugenics to pandemics, and it's really good. It Came out early, early this year. It's on Tubi if you want to check it out, and it's good stuff. So, um, Dr. Mary puts an amusing spin on U.S. oligarchs' genocidal activities from eugenics to perpetual war to delayed vaccines in a hundred years, and um, it was good. It was I liked the amusement spin too, amusing spin, and um, and it was great because it brought some clarity. More specifications plus a lot of the topics they addressed I was very familiar with. And like I say, even those conspiracy researchers and newsmakers, Alex Jones, David Icke, John Rappaport, even Mike Adams. We can go even further back to to William Cooper and G um the um is it D What is it? Oh, man, the um Ray uh, Griffin, yeah, do you do you yeah Griffin from uh, who wrote the book the what's that thing called? for Columbus Island, yes, and they all talked about these things, and it's nice because even Robert F Kennedy Jr. Okay, he has different political views from the other people I addressed aforementioned. is just um really good. It's a bigger picture. So if you haven't checked it out, just be a become Just type in shots, not just type in shots. I'm um, calling eugenics to pandemics and it's really i encourage people to look at it It's very good i am very i'm very impressed with the humors great and the facts are right there and it's awesome too because a lot of the websites I followed they actually put in there and um, even news report alternative news reporters and so forth that's um i i was i was uh, I was very pleased because now what's been happening. So all the folks that were called, um, quote, quote, anti-vaxxers and uh, call conspiracy theorists and kooks and ignorant, all been revealed. Many of these people have been vindicated. And I'll be very honest, the ones who got caught in that propaganda machine, calling out unvaccinated, you have the opportunity to repent for your actions. If not, eat crow. Because the truth is coming out. One step at a time, little by little. So, um, and always a moral to this video documentary, never trust the government. All right. Plain and simple. Speaking about government knows best. we are going to check this one out here. And this came from Patrick Buchanan came out yesterday, if I'm correct. Yeah, you can say that. Um, winners and losers from the Ukraine war by Patrick Buchanan. It says here, there was never a good war. It's a quote, or a bad peace, wrote Ben Franklin at the end of the American Revolution. But that depends on the war makers and the causes for which they fight. Six months into the war in Ukraine, launched by Russian President Vladimir Putin on February 24th, he could not get the U.S. or Kivi uh, to rule out emissions of Ukraine's to a NATO alliance aimed against Russia, who appears to be the winners and who the losers. While Russia has main, made gains in the east of Ukraine, the Donbass and the south adjacent to Crimea, captured Mariupol and turned the Sea of Azov into a Russian lake. Its losses have been massive. The, the invading Russian army of February was stopped in its tracks outside Ukraine's capital of Kvy. The army failed to capture Ukraine's second-largest city, Kharkiv, close to the Russian border. It failed to capture Odessa, the third-largest city, and Ukraine's major port on the Black Sea. According to Western sources, Russia has suffered 75,000 to 800 casualties and is desperately recruiting even in prisons to find troops to replace the dead and wounded lost in Ukraine. Putin wants to expand his army by an additional 137,000 troops. Flagship of Russia's Black Sea Fleet, the cruiser Mos- Mosk has been sunk. A thousand tanks and armored personnel carriers have been destroyed. The reputation of the Russian army, as near as a near invincible force in any land war in Europe, has been shattered. Politically, Russia has isolated itself from much of Europe, been hit with se- severe sanctions, and watched as Europe and NATO united against it. Sweden and Finland have abandoned their historical neutrality to become the 31st and 32nd members of NATO. Is Ukraine then the winner of this war? After all, the war that the Ukraine of Vladimir Zelensky has fought against a larger Russia for its freedom, independence, and territorial integrity has won the admiration of much of the world. Yet, In two clashes with Russia in 2014 and 2022, Ukraine has lost 20 percent of its territory in its east and south. And Kyiv is not going to retrieve these lost lands before a winner comes. But if Russia has been badly bled and Ukraine has suffered irretrievable losses of land and soldiers, who then are the winners? And who benefits from the continuation of this war, which will bring thousands more dead and wounded Russians, and Ukrainians? America? In this Cold War II of Russia into which we appear to have plunged, in the national interest of the United States that so welcomed the peaceful end of the old Cold War three decades ago. What benefit to the U.S. is, is the sending of troops to the Baltic Republics? Are we stronger? Safer? More secure? Now that we have committed to fight Russia to defend the 830-mile Finnish-Russian border, something something no cold warrior of an earlier era would have dreamt of doing? Are we better off because all the nations of the Warsaw Pact and the three republics of the old USSR are now NATO allies for whose independence we are committed to fight Russia? Is a revival of the Sino-Soviet pact Aimed at the West in the 1950s is now aimed at NATO and our Russian Asian allies. Something should we um, something we should welcome? Have not our own post-war policies contributed mightily to reviving the old Cold War Russia China alliance against us? Where President Richard Nixon appeared to split Mao's China from Russia, this generation of American leaders appears to have restored that hostile duopoly. Putin was a Russian KGB agent during the Cold War. Now every member state of the former Warsaw Pact and three constituent republics of the USSR of that era are NATO allies of the United States. This is a new Cold War. Is Putin alone responsible for igniting it? Perhaps the highest among our goals in the first Cold War with Russia was in the voice of a hot war that could escalate to a nuclear war and destroy both nations. Now that we are again in a hostile state of relations with Moscow as we were then, how can this be the result of a successful foreign policy? In the First Cold War, Eastern Europe and the Baltic States were accepted as satellites of the Soviet Union. Communism has been imposed upon them after World War II. But that was not a cause for military conflict between us. When we brought virtually all of Eastern Europe into NATO, we were the ones, not Putin, who made their independence of Moscow and alliance with the West a matter for which we committed ourselves to go to war. As Russians and Ukrainians kill one another in the Donbass, and hatred of Russians for American grows, how is that good for the USA? Perhaps we ought to invest as much time and energy trying to end this war as we do to defeat and humiliate Russia, which will not bring us peace. Patrick Buchanan is the author of Nixon's White House Wars, The Battle That Made and Broke a President and Divided America Forever. That's just um, creators.com, by the way. That's that's the website you can find this memo at. And uh, he's right. Why do we have to pursue this, quote, empire, unquote? Very treacherous indeed. And the U.S. foreign policy has been a great fallacy. Look what's been happening in Iraq when they overthrew the their puppet president. It's called blowback, folks. That's a CIA term. And this is very distasteful with all due respect. And we got some crackpot um, administration that's trying to just weaken our military, allegedly. A lot of division going on within these institutions, including the Pentagon. cloak and dagger. If Joe Biden and his lackeys want to go to war, throw their rears in the front line. Let's see how tough they really are. And it's interesting, too, with Russia. I'm not a big lovey-dovey of Vladimir Putin. But there's even um, past uh, a treaties after World War II that you leave Ukraine alone. That's really intriguing. And I recommend folks to re- look at um The Grand Chess Board by Zbigniew Brzezinski. The late ungrateful. The, uh, the late ungrateful, Zbigniew Brzezinski. The Grand Chess Board talks about Ukraine. And I talked and I addressed that in my past episodes. Probably fine on speaker about the United States should not get involved in the Russo Ukraine Ukrainian conflict. I add that to my memo. So That happened around December of last year. You can look that up. We need to create, revamp a foreign policy. Trade with all and align with none. Yes, we have our differences and all that good stuff. And we got foreign influences that affects these United States also. You cannot shove Americanism down everyone's throat. That's a form of Yankee imperialism. Which, sometimes in opposition, they exercise that too. A la Fidel Castro. Yeah, I call him a Yankee imperialist. Tell other people how to think and how to live and what to do, what not to do. Right? Yeah. Very similar. Oh, man. But um, who loses the most? The soldiers? Civilians from both sides. They hate it. Dearly. I know many people defect it from Russia. They don't want to get involved with the Ukrainian conflict. A great amount of them are critical of Vladimir Putin too. And Zelensky? Another glam boy. globalist puppet. Bend over Bob to the One World Order. Yeah. You can see that same thing with Putin. To be very honest. The multi-world order agent. When it comes to the government I know repeat myself I am not fond of it In general Dark side, statism Tyranny I agree with Pat Buchanan on this Let's end the damn thing No more foreign aid It's gotta stop And all the crackpots that Support funding them Need to be called out Don't worry Charlie Chris, running for governor. People should let him know. You want some you like to fund Ukraine? How about if you talk, bring your skinny, tweaky posterior over there. Let's see how courageous you really are. Hopefully I meet him. I'll have to ask him that question. So, uh, that's just my intake on it. I am not too thrilled. End the damn war. Stop the confrontation. Stop NATO getting involved. I think it's time the United States to be more of a republic than an empire. Yeah. And you know what? It'll happen soon. Another bunch of gangs. Another big gang. i going to try to boss everyone else around. It always backfires. So, end it. Period. That's how I see it. And get rid of those damn bio labs, which there was a lot of reports that had they have um, captured it. It was actually funded by US tax dollars. Ain't that great or what? Well, speaking of your big government, I'll do one more here. And this one came from the Tenth Amendment Center. And I enjoy reading this. It came out yes um, yesterday by Mike Meharry. Thomas Paine. Fear, government power, and standing armies, is what Mr. Maher has to say. From the earliest days of the Republic, politicians have used fear to expand government power. This was a strategy the Federalist Party used to get a standing army. Thomas Paine called them out on it. The founding generation was extremely wary of standing armies. They lived through the tyranny of a British standing army on their own soil. In his political observations, James Madison pointed out, that from standing armies proceeded debts and taxes and armies and debts. Taxes are the known instrument for bringing the many under the do, do, domination of the few. That's a quote. Sorry about that. From beginning to beginning, quote, proceed, and few, unquote. Sorry about that, folks. During the debates over the ratification of the Constitution, many warned about the dangers of a standing army. George Mason put it most succ- ooh, succinctly during the Virginia ratifying convention, saying, quote, But when once a standing army is established in any country, the people lose their liberty, unquote. Despite the warning, the Federalist Party under John Adams pushed for a standing army. Under his leadership, Congress significantly bolstered the peacetime army from 840 men to so, an authorized force of 10,000. In the practice, the U.S. Army grew to 5,400, consisting of 12 infantry regiments and six cavalry companies. In the essay, early um, years later, titled A Challenge to the Federalists, published by the American Citizen on October 17, 1806, Thomas Paine accused the Federalist Party of lacking principles, and specifically criticized Phyllis' moves to establish a standing army while in in power. Quote, The Phyllis, while in power, proposed and voted for a standing army, and in order to induce the country to consent to a measure so unpopular in itself, they raised and circulated the fabricated falsehood that France was going to send an army to invade the United States and to prevent being detected in this lie and to keep the country in ignorance, they passed a law to prohibit all commerce and intercourse with France, As Payne alludes to, the Federalists used an age-old political tactic to drum up support for policy the public generally held in disdain. They appealed fear, specifically fear of the French. Politicians have long used fear to gin up support for unpopular causes. Adams himself understood this. In his Thoughts on Government, Adams wrote, quote, Fear is the foundation of most governments, unquote. In a letter to Thomas Jefferson, James Madison warned, quote, It is a universal truth that the loss of liberty at home is to be charged to the provisions against danger, will or pretend it from abroad, unquote. Payne took a dim view of Federalist motives. He said it was all about political power. Quote, as a pre- pretense for which is a standing was to be raised had no existence, not even in their own brain. For it was a willful lie, we have a right to infer that the object of the Federal faction in raising that army was to overthrow a representative system of government and to establish a government of war and taxes on the corrupt principles of the English government and that could they get again into power they would again attempt the same thing Paine argued that the federalist continual aim quote, "has been and still is to involve the United States in a war with France and Spain" Unquote. Even at this early point in American history, Hamiltonian nationalists who made up the Federalist Party were already enamored by the prospect of a consolidated government and power on the world stage. A standing army would make them a global player and shift more power from the States to D.C. They knew the average American wouldn't support this scheme, so they used fear. It worked, and the federal government is still using fear today. During the speech at the, at the Virginia Ratified Convention, Patrick Henry warned that fear would turn people into slaves. Here's a quote. It is for the fortune of a free people not to be intimidated by imaginary dangers. Fear is the passion of slaves. Unquote. We should heed this warning. He's right. So it's always time. It's pain. you always gotta look at things in a broader view, folks. And they love to the use the fear factor to get take advantage over its people. We can say it in the new millennium, the twenty-first century. Nine eleven. COVID nineteen. The lockdown. Many people have been deprived on their rights. Y'all, you know, yes, master may I have another, whether federal, state, or local. I was afraid to call him out when I learned a lot more on the discrepancies. Question everything. Yeah, I'm a damn skeptic. You know what? I have to admit, don't regret it one bit. Yes, and we all have our errors in these, in these, in these um. Particular math subjects. But. We learn and better ourselves. Not do things backwards. But you got folks out there. Will. Habitually. Repeat it. Every time. Don't be like them. Be your own individual. We all got great powers in us. To question things. To create. And to. Have stronger intellect. Don't be a peasant or her conformist. Be a liberated individual. And that will be it. What are your thoughts? I'll thank everyone for listening. Plus, feel free to download and share it about your social media networks. If you have any questions, comments, or something that's interesting to check out, whatever you do, please send a to the correspondence to the quorum. Furthermore, I'll leave the footnotes of these articles on my page. If you want to contact me, just hit. make sure you type in the episode and all that. On the subject, you can reach me at lookki luck numbers zero three at portamail if you want to donate you can go to paypal.me or cash.app forward slash number three if you want to support careers dot com or Tenth Amendment Center to be great you can tell them lucky luck the third sent them, sent you <laughs> and I always enjoy um reading other folks' content and um trying to like I said educate yourselves folks don't fall. For the hype. We've all been swindled one or the other, right? That's all good. Once again, thank you for your time, but always remember that the maniac resistance is healthy for the soul and can liberate humanity. Till next time, take care of yourselves, keep on spreading the love, and may your guardian spirits be with you.